the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Perspective. Teaching. Conversation. This is Isaiah 61. Over the next half hour, you'll hear why the Lord provided those verses and how they can be used in witnessing, in the church, and in daily life as God's children. Now, here's your host of Isaiah 61 from Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, Pastor Joe Sutton. Hey, good afternoon, everyone. This is Pastor Joe Sutton uh, coming back to you after my little hiatus. Uh, I, I like to say I was on house arrest. Uh, you know, but they call it bed rest. <laughs> you know, I, I refused to go to a hospice. And I got to the hospital. I wanted to go home. So I went home and uh, my son's been plugging for me. But uh, I got a special treat today. I got to a couple of guests in the studio. Uh, father, son, Tantum. Uh, I have uh, Guy Watkins is here. He's the dad. And Cole is the son who's going to be our center of attention today because he has this Eagle Scout project he's doing. And he felt in his heart after looking at some data that he wanted to increase the number of African-Americans on the donor roll for stem cell and uh, what's that? bone marrow bone marrow transplants. And because, uh, you know, you're just looking at the numbers and stats, uh, 77%. 77% of Caucasians uh, find a match, and only 23% of African Americans find a match. Yeah, and you know, we were talking earlier, I was talking to his dad, and I started saying that part, part of that is is that there's still a general distrust of the medical system. Uh, I know my, my mom, we had the ultimate Blue Cross Blue Shield, but she would never take us to the doctor. You know what I mean? She passed that distrust on us because... You know, you wouldn't trust in a white man with no knife and no needle. You know what I mean? It just, you know, they were from the South and, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't good to have that. So, but as times are changing, uh, he's going around, signed up and I met him uh, through his dad and uh, excuse, excuse my, my running nose, everybody, but met him through his dad, who's also was a scout and an Eagle Scout also. And, uh, and here, so I'm going to pose some questions uh, toward these guys and, uh, and, and then first, I'm going to start with you, Guy. Is, okay. uh, it's obvious that uh, scouting impacted your life. Yes, that, so, that, yeah. As you became an Eagle Scout, then you put your son in, uh, in scouting. And uh, is this the only son who's an Eagle Scout, or you got more? I have three sons, and uh, Cole is the youngest of the three, and his two older brothers, uh, Michael and Nathan, they both uh, are Eagle Scouts, too. So y'all just eagled up like you yeah. just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Y'all got the Eagle gang running around <laughs> up in here. <laughs> y'all know how to cut, shoot, tie knots, everything, boy. You ain't nobody get away from y'all. So so in in in, in that journey, uh, you know, going there, what 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 was your project? Uh my project I have a little different uh, I got my Eagle, but I got it 
after I was 18 because I had a serious accident. And uh, I was actually in the hospital when I turned 18. And a couple of years later, my scoutmaster encouraged me to file an extension. You know, he said, you should get your eagle. And I said, well, Dane, I'm, I'm too old. And he says, yeah, but he says, we had an appointment to discuss your Eagle project the next day, and uh, you were in the hospital. I was actually in a coma. So I did put in an extension, and they offered me, uh, they approved that extension. And then I, what I did for my Eagle project was uh, there was an elderly woman that uh, needed a, her garage painted. We scraped it and prepared it and painted it. And I also visited a lot of people in the rehabilitation center of the hospital where I was at, uh, mostly uh, suffering from traumatic brain injury. Yeah, I, I love I love scouts. I love scouts. I, I I when I was I did scouting when I was in college as a way to get to the community, and I had it. Man, them little them little kids. Look, and I I realized something that urban kids don't like. They don't listen to scouting. So. You know, I had to come up with a whole other way for them. I had to, I had to kind of semi abuse them. I, had to, I was making them run and do calisthenics, <laughs> and then I turned them over to the ROTC at the college. I turned them over there. They had to jump, climb that wall, and uh, everything like that. And and then they loved it though. I mean, they, they they loved it. And we still did the scouting things. You know, worked on the badges and things like that. But I had to add something because they had too much energy. When when they showed up, it was just. I was like, "Oh no, y'all, are we shutting you down." I said, "I really want to choke them, but that that's not allowed." You know, what I mean? <laughs> they didn't get through there, but and I was in college too, so I was I was kind of young, but I still want to give back to the community. Now, Cole, in in, in your in your journey of following t- other brothers that made Eagle, and and now you about to make Eagle yourself, uh, you know, when you looked at this project, you know, what drew you to this project? What drew you to even read about? bone marrow and stem cell research it was kind of um i saw it and it was like this is this is an eagle uh project that i've never heard of this is something i've i've never even i never even knew was a thing like i didn't i didn't know you could transplant bone marrow and stem cells and all this stuff i was like this is weird so i I wanted to learn more about it and as i started digging and as i started figuring out more stuff i realized that there's a there's a, a really big need for uh, bone marrow and for stem cells uh, in our world. Yeah, it, it, I know. I got a I got a buddy now who's uh, trying to find a donor. Uh, you know, down down be looking amongst his family, looking everywhere, and and, uh, and so family hasn't really made it public yet. But I think he has that Hodgkin's lymphoma. Non-Hodgkin's non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, that, that just I don't know what to do. And as much time as I spend in the hospital, I still I gotta get a kidney transplant one day. So yeah, so you know it's it's amazing what medical science can do, and what it hits there. So so you know, Cole, tell me about your journey, your journey, your journey through scouting. You know, what I mean, just you know, you know, when did you start? You know, what what motivated you to stick it out? You know. Um. So I started scouting. I started scouting like I'd say right away when I was like eight boom I signed up when when every Wednesday just what drew me to it probably I all my friends from church were there it's just a fun thing um and as I got older I started like I didn't really like it as much it it, it was kind of more boring 
Um, but I always knew, like, Eagle Scout, like, that was, I still wanted to get that. Like, that was still very important to me, um, even though it was starting to get kind of boring. <laughs> um, but I just stuck through it, um, continued to get merit badges. Um, and then our church started, like, moving a little bit away from scouting. Um, and so about a year and a half ago, I really started picking it up again. And I started getting my advancements worked through, getting more merit badges. Um, and then in the last, like, year, I'd say, I've probably, like, six months, I've done more than I have any other time. So do you remember what your brothers did? Um, so my older brother, Michael, he's 21, 22. 22, I believe. Yeah, 22. Um, so he did a project where they went around to a uh, a graveyard and they uh, take pictures of the gravestones and upload it onto, uh, do you remember what? Uh, million, million, billion Graves, I think. Yeah, um, and that was basically his project. They have a couple events here and there. They only had like three or four, I think, maybe five. Uh, then Nate Nate built a uh, flag box for the VA down in Apple Valley um, for the proper disposal of American flags. Um, and so seeing their projects, I was kind of just, I was like, oh, so this is what like an Eagle project should be. And when I started mine, it was kind of just like, it's kind of just, I was shocked that it, it, an Eagle project doesn't have to be something like that it can be anything that helps the community yeah and helping the community is what scouting has done for a long time though they've gotten a little hot water you know over the last few years with, with uh being challenged about the scout leaders and legendary girls and and uh, different things like that you know i don't know why somebody would want to put their girl in the boy scouts i just that just you know, it, it wouldn't have worked in my neighborhood. You know, it, it wouldn't have worked. You know, she would have, she'd have been, either she'd have been happy or she'd have been very sad. You know, because <laughs> our minds was was wouldn't wouldn't work in that way. You know, I mean, everybody's mind doesn't work like Sesame Street. You know, what I mean, there's some demented ones out there too. So to get to that point, and guy, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. Uh, as a dad, how how do you feel? Seeing your kids uh, following the footsteps and get that, and get that uh, that Eagle Scout. It's just a very great honor in my mind, and um, and to see them get it is is uh, very important to me. And uh, I won't I won't lie either. I mean, uh, it wasn't easy, and uh, had to do pushing on all three. But I really. You know, they all said they wanted to get it, and I was all for it, and, uh, and encouraged them all along the way. You know, we did scouting together, and and um, it, it was a good thing. And I think it's just a really important uh, symbol of who you are, and and what you're all about, and what you can do. And uh, yeah, I know I feel I feel proud, man. I look by, I look at my son Ernest, who's uh, you know one. He was one three state track championships and and uh just a just a heck of a coach uh you know and you know you know and I remember coaching him when he was little yeah you know and uh and then you know he would be like well dad and I always tell kids why I always teach them why I say one day I want you to coach so I'm gonna tell you why we do this drill 
It ain't going to be not because I said so. But I do love that word because I said so. But the coach had always told him why. And I, I and to see him following that, uh, you know, I know how it puffs my chest up, you know, and then, well, then, you know, to see Joseph, you know, follow, you know, me and want to do, you know, radio and, and could take over from me. And, and my other son, Jonathan, you know, who can preach the paint off the wall, you know what I mean? It's just, it, it makes the dad feel good, man. I know, I know you feel good, yeah. uh, you know, to get in there. So, I, I, you, Cole, what's next? You hit the Eagle Scout. What's next? What you plan on? What do you plan on doing in life? You know, plan on going to college? Yeah. Uh, what you plan to major in? Honestly, I have no clue right now. You have no clue right now? I'm a junior in high school, and I have absolutely no idea what I want to do for the rest of my life. Oh, you take the ACT yet? I take it tomorrow, actually. Take it tomorrow? Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> John go wear that eagle out and tell you. John come up with some bumper music, man. Is that it, an eaglet eaglet uh <laughs> sound there or look looking for look, look looking to get out. <laughs> He's in that cracking up. <laughs> so so you but you do. I mean look and what you've been exposed to, what are probably the top two or three things you think you would do well in in life? Um like job wise? Yeah, I mean, if you had to pick a job, you know, what are the top two or three jobs you would pick? Well, I mean, if I could pick anything. Yeah, yeah. You, if, you, I could, if I could pick anything, I'd pick be an NBA player by far. You mean be, if, I, if I could be in the NBA, that'd be really fun. But <laughs> I'm 5'10", not yeah, too right, bad. Right, right. <laughs> He'd love to do the pick and roll with wait, Le- wait, LeBron. Wait, but you know the thing about it, I always tell people, yeah, you can still get in the NBA. You might not be one of 12. But you can definitely be uh, working in the front office, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, you know, chaplain in the in the locker room. It's so me. My my buddy always wanted to play football NFL, and he never made it. And then one day he was standing in the Dallas locker room, and he realized I made it. You know, he was a chaplain. You know, what I mean, he was leading Bible study. But he said, "I made it." You know, you know, I'm I'm here. I'm part. I'm part of the big show. You know, what I mean, I'm in the locker room. So. I tell, I always tell people, it's different ways to get it, to get to get to get there. It's different ways, you know. Yeah, if you notice, everybody who owns the NBA team is short anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's another job besides the NBA? Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe something to do with like be the match. I was thinking about that a couple of days ago. Uh, like going in and continuing with my Eagle projects. And helping, helping our world, helping our, the nation. I got a friend of mine who works at. Uh, I, I, how do you describe this? He's, it's, it's basically when your, your loved one dies, he comes to you and says, uh, "We want to donate some some organs." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like he said when he first took the job, he was like, "Why am I taking this job?" You know. And uh, and then he he went there and it was like, you know, he, but he found out the joy that both both sides had, one giving you know the organ and the other one receiving, and uh, and so he started really liking what he does, you know. So we gonna we gonna we coming up on our break, you know, and our break and after the break, uh, we gonna come back and and we just I want to talk about I want to talk to you some more about, you know, things that that you would like to do and 
and go out there, and then we're going to talk about Be The Match, how people out in the audience can still contact Be The Match and still help, you know, the donor role. All right? Okay. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Mission Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 980 The Mission Bible teachers and ministries with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Man, I ain't heard that in a long time, dude. <laughs> it's the deep cut, the reprise version. <laughs> yeah. The reborn version. <laughs> Man, John taking better my way back. 1980 style music. <laughs> Run it. Holy Ghost shaking them a bones. Who, who did song that? That's the uh, Barquets. Yeah, the Barquets. Barquets, yep. Yeah, I knew it was Confunction, but we wanted one of them to. Yeah. Great band. Unsung. Oh, yeah. Great band. So, back to Mr. Cole. We got the NBA. We got Be The Match. Anything else? Um, Money. Money. <laughs> Just want to make money. You know, I always give this advice, you know, to people, you know, especially people who don't, they work real hard and don't have much money. And college education is a lot of money. And uh, <laughs> and therefore, there's always a way out. So I always, I always get this reminder, just like, just like a minority student will go to a, a majority white college and get a scholarship for being a minority, then a white student who goes to a majority black college also gets a scholarship for being a minority. Hmm. So when you don't want to pay for college with your money, just go to a black college. <laughs> There's 91 of them to choose from. You know what I mean? And go there and be the poster child. You know what I mean? But due to past racism, there's always a white college less than a mile away from a black college because they couldn't go there. So, you know, Texas A&M, you go to Prairie View A&M. Florida State, you go to Florida A&M, you know what I mean? You know, TSU, you can go to Rice or University of Houston. So, so you know, you can always hang out on the other side and, uh, and you know, just still get that free education. So that's an FYI. So you you were working with uh, Be The Match. Describe to me your relationship with Be The Match. Um, so a guy from my church, uh, Eric Williams, he works for Be The Match. Uh, I'm not 100% sure on what he does, but he works for them. And he contacted me, and he was like, Hey, Cole, I know you're working on your Eagle project or working on trying to figure out for an Eagle project. 
uh, I think Be The Match could help you with that. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll I'll learn more about it. And so he gave me uh, a contact's name, Clifford Ackerman, out in uh, Dallas. And I've been working with him ever since. Um, so my relationship with them, I'd say, it's just trying to advance what is trying to advance science trying to advance everyone's lives trying to make it better so so how would one get in contact with be the match um so be the match uh is a national is the national registry for bone marrow and stem cell transplants and so you can just look it up online just look up be the match.org um you can find more information on their website look up just go around browser website, I guess. And bone marrow stem cell is is not uh, life taking. You know, what I mean, it, they, oh, no, it, no, no. they only take a little bit of bone marrow from you, and they 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 transplant over, let it grow, or a stem cell. So it's not. So you, uh, people don't have to be intimidated that it's going to affect their health. It's not going to affect their health when you do when you do either one of these things. And and I think this the the gift of life is a powerful thing. You know, we see babies born, uh, you know, we get, everybody gets all happy and cuddly and congratulate you and everything like that. And that, but yet there are people that are waiting really to get their lives back. You know what I mean? To go, to go through that when these, when these illnesses or diseases, you know, ravage our bodies to come back and, and do that. So, and, and I, I remember you tell me it's just a, uh, you can register through your phone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you take a swab. Yep. So they can see if you were you a match or not. Yeah. So they can you, the swab basically just does it it records your DNA. Um and so for stem cells and for bone marrow transplants, um there's a lot more to it than just like blood type. You have to have like a lot of the same genetic code. You have to have it, it's a lot, it's a long process. That's why there's so few people. Why why there why people have so few matches, I, I guess. Right. So, like for example, my dad he probably has I I don't know exactly a number, but let's just let's say he has 25 people that he could match with in the U.S. Just there's probably more, but say that only five of those people are or or one of those people are on the registry. Or no, none of those people are on the registry. How how would he ever find a match? We need. We, that's why. That's why there needs to be more people on the registry. We need to improve everybody's chances. Yeah. So it's be the match dot org, mm-hmm. right? You go to the website, and you can find more information there, and uh, you can make sure everything is done correctly. And uh, so, are you gonna have a big party with your uh, Eagle Scout? You know. Uh, when you get it, when you get it, you have a big party. Uh, I don't know, big. Maybe a couple hundred people. <laughs> <laughs> You're so modest, man. You're so modest. Yeah, <laughs> he's a couple hundred people. Hey, we a couple hundred. Hey, we gonna have a, we gonna have a lot up in there. We just gonna have so a couple, just couple hundred. Oh, you know, yeah, just there. So, so, uh, so, how far away are you from uh, you know, walking down the aisle, man? What, what your, your way? <laughs> Walking down the aisle. I, mean, you, I know you one of the hottest young eligible bachelors out there in, in East Ridge, man. So, uh, you know, 
Are you just gonna stay single for a while, right? Mm, yeah, improve yeah. your odds. Okay, I got, I got, I got right you. Right on. <laughs> I just had to, I just had to mess with you, Guy. One, one last uh, question for you. Uh, as you've seen your son work this project, you know what I mean. I, I know you've been helping him. I mean, you know, because it, it looked to be a little bit more work than you thought it would be. Everything there, but as you see, have, have you seen any? Uh, any gifts come out or any changes in him? Yeah, I have. Um, he he's stepped up to the plate and uh, become self-educated quite a lot on this. And uh, I just think it's uh, he's had an opportunity to exercise some of the um, intelligence and knowledge that he's learned. And uh, it's it's neat to be able to see him speak. We spoke at three or four churches where he was able to explain and express the project and and some views on it. It was really good. It was really good to see, and I really enjoyed seeing that. All right, well, we're coming in on a wrap-up. Man, I just want to say thank you. As an African-American, you know, I want to say thank you for, you know, trying to help increase our odds of success. And as always, walk in his power, man. We're going to be looking out for that party. All right, <laughs> take care. We, I'm Joe Sutton from Spirit Lord Church, and we're out. Thanks, brother.